0: Hi guys, welcome to POV, or my therapist, the podcast where I vent, you listen, and you do not get paid. Um, So right off the bat, I want to tell you that if you are listening on Apple Podcasts, if you're listening on Spotify, if you're watching on YouTube, hit that subscribe button, follow, okay? And then hit the notification bell so that you can be notified every single time I post. And go ahead and hit that like button, because you know you're going to like it. And go ahead and give me five stars while you're here, don't play with me okay and also there is merch now and the shipping is worldwide international um so go ahead and copy a little tote bag maybe a little sweatshirt maybe a little t-shirt um i've sent out a lot of orders already and i don't know it's just been cool and with every order i send you some stickers and a hands-written love letter okay so get you that just for the love letter okay Cause bitches love letters. We know that. Um, I'm gonna put that on a t-shirt. Bitches love letters, period. Thank you. Um, so what has been happening this week? Listen, a lot has actually been happening this week. I've I don't want to call it a spiral, because a spiral entails like a certain emotion. I'm just like all around sad. And, um, obviously it's because of the weather, the time changed again. Well, not again, but like for the time that is supposed to change, you know, the time we lost an hour. So uh, uh, along with this fucking sun disappearing way sooner than normal, uh, we'd lost another hour. So like by four thirty, it's starting to get dark. And like, I just really, I don't like it. And you know, what's really annoying to me is finding out that daylight saving time was started by a guy who just wanted some time to study some bugs. Like he literally wanted more daylight to study bugs. So I don't know who he had to like harass in the government to make it happen but buddy made it happen. And for that I hate him because now like it causes all co- kinds of issues like there is a literal illness named after it. Um because once seasonal that seasonal change happens and the sun goes down sooner and all of it like you just get sad. Like you just get fucking sad. So I've been like not in the greatest mood. Like it's literally 9:30 and now I'm recording the podcast cuz I just I oh, man, I just haven't I haven't been in the mood. And, um, and i I don't know, I'm just not having fun. I've been feeling extra lonely, you know, um, so that's always really, really fun. um gave you guys a little bit of an updo moment for this episode, so I don't look I, I just I'm just gonna make sure I look good, you know what I'm saying. um, I've been thinking about a lot this week, I'm not gonna lie to you just because I don't know, I've done a pretty good job at you know not talking about how lonely I am or how single I am I've done a really great job at that but um it still affects me it still affects me in a certain way and like I hadn't really thought about it for a long time until until um I told you guys that I had a friend uh friendship breakup as per usual like what's new um apparently it's very hard for me to keep friends you take you you take that information which you will um you take from that what you whatever you understand that information however you want to understand it but anyway so I went through a friendship breakup I talked a little bit about this and it was just I, the point is not about the friendship breakup the point is about what because obviously even though we're not friends anymore I'm gonna lurk on your twitter I'm sorry let the train go by like i literally would be lying to you and myself if i said that even even if we're not friends anymore even if we're not talking anymore that i'm not lurking on your social media bitch i'm lurking on your social media but i'm a bitch with a pussy like i'm not pussy you know what i'm saying like i i got balls you know what i am saying? so i'm gonna watch your stuff for my stuff i ain't never gonna watch it off no fake page girl that like I'm just not pussy in that way you know what I'm saying I'm always gonna watch your shit from my personal account if I accidentally like something that's on me that's on me like I'm not gonna watch your shit from a fake page I ain't pussy okay so I was lurking on one of my ex-friends and (sighs) <sighs> they tweeted, they tweeted some shit about me. And they were like, um, what did they say? They were like, if you are in your late 20s, or you're 20 something, and you've never been in a relationship, either you don't understand what being in a relationship is, or I don't know, something, something, whatever, it w- whatever. And I was like, and because like, the, the point of their tweet was that they had a hard time believing that that was a reality for anybody. And I was like, you know, I'm sure it is really hard to believe that a perfect, beautiful, sexy girl like Mia could not ever have been in a relationship. You know what I'm saying? Because, like, clearly that, like, the men are missing out. Like, clearly they're just, like, really missing out on a lot. Like, you know what I'm saying? Um, So I understand why that's hard to believe. I really get that um but believe it believe it <laughs> because that is my reality um that's my reality and as i am pushing 30 <laughs> as i'm pushing 30 and you know my friends are having kids um i don't know what to do i don't know what to do anymore i don't i don't know what to do anymore i don't know what to do anymore i'm like Like, there's just so many points of frustration for me that all I really can do is not think about it. Because if I think about it, I'm going to get mad. But I will say, though, one thing that has brought me a, a sense of relief and has eased my frustration is seeing other girls that have the same issue. And, you know, because I think, like, as a black woman... There's a lot of times, like, when I look at the dating landscape, I'm like, damn, this shit is really not in my favor. <laughs> this is not in my favor. Every time you look at, like, the data for dating apps, the data for dating apps, is black women are the least liked, they're the least responded to. Uh, the white girls is getting it from every race. Black men are least likely to talk to black women. Like it's just really like damn. I'm feeling so love right now. <laughs> like this dating app data doesn't make me want to cry at all. Like it don't make me want to cry at all. Like no. And then you watch shows like Love Is Blind, and you're like damn, love really has 2020 vision, bitch. <laughs> like she got 2020 vision. So you know, yeah, like that's really fun. That's really fun. So there's a tendency, I think, for like, especially myself as a black woman who's fat, gra. I'm like, yeah, I'm single because I'm black and I'm fat. Period. Periods up. Period. period purr. Um, no girl, because I'm on TikTok and I'm looking and I'm I'm seeing the girls are single and they're they're like they're giving model they're giving skinny, they're giving, like, perfect body, they're giving whites, they're giving blonde, they're giving Hispanic, they're giving Asian, like, the girls, the girls have never been in relationships, the girls have, they're having the same issues that I am, and, like, and, you know, obviously, I didn't need that validation, but it's nice to have it, because, I can throw a stone and find a black woman that relates to my experience, but it's nice to know that there's one thing on earth that when it's not going right, it's it still has to do with my race. I'm less likely than these other girls to get in relationships, but... And, like, my race and my size and all of that. But it's nice to know that it is a problem that, like, a lot of people face. Like, I'm not even going to lie to you. My, so my best friend is a skinny, she is skinny, blonde, white girl, And, um, but she's like my twin flame. We share two, like, one brain cell. And even that brain cell got issues. But she and I, like, were never, never dated, never, well, to be dated, but, like, never had, like, a serious relationship. I'm not going to lie, I kind of felt betrayed. (laughs) And she got in a relationship. I was like, bitch, what am I going to do now? Like, you cannot relate to me. You're a... um, I need to stop saying girl like that. Cause it's like really obnoxious when I have to edit it. But, um, I was, I was like, damn, like, she's not going to be able to relate to me at all anymore. like, you know what I'm saying? And like, I was jealous. I guess girl, I was jealous. Um, but it really didn't change a lot because like, I don't know. I think she was in that space for so long and that she's really able to empathize and like, I'm not going to get emotional right now, but like talking to her about like, here's the thing. I don't know how to describe this and I hope it's coming across correctly. If I'm talking to like another woman who is in my social predicament of, you know, you're in this glorious nation that's low key kind of racist and all that. Like they're fat phobic, racist, all of it. They're all the is and the isms and the all the ics. Okay. And it's very easy like to commiserate with somebody who's in your same situation, but it's nice to be able to commiserate with somebody who is not in your same situation and know that the problem at the end of the day is men. That's real nice. That's real nice. Cause I'm like, Oh my God, it's not me. <laughs> it's the man. Like it's the man, like it's the man because like, I don't know like I feel like a part of this like as I'm thinking and I'm talking and I'm trying to find the words I'm like does that make me feel like I'm less valuable than like a skinny person because like like I'm I'm assuming that you've not had to deal with this but it's like oh my god the mumbling the I'm the mumbling okay all right (laughs) um it's like I'm asking myself like do you feel less valuable because you're a black fat woman versus you know somebody else who's like I don't know, skinny and like the ideal, like, I think I'm aware that there is a price tag and there are different prices to like in our society, there's just a different, everybody has a different outlook and our society values people differently. I'm very aware of that and I'm aware of my reality in that um so i that's not to say that like um i feel less valuable than somebody else i feel like i'm like worth 10 ships of gold but this society may not see me that way but this society is wrong okay so but um but yeah so anyway so when my 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 best friend got her boyfriend i was real jealous but She's still able to empathize with me, and I think that's something that I really appreciate because, you know, sometimes you be in a group of single bitches, and the bitches get boyfriends, and all of a sudden, it's like they never knew what it was like to be single, and it's like, bitch, I know you know how I feel, so why are you pretending like you're brand new? Like, that friend who tweeted that, I'm like, you were right there with me, bitch, like, feeling my pain and empathizing with me, and now all of a sudden, you don't understand? That's nasty, and that's ugly. And, you know, whatever. But but it is, you know, it's, it's a thing that, like, you have to deal with. And, like, I can't change my life. I can't change my experiences. I probably can't change the experiences I'm going to have because I haven't had them. And I, unless I learn from past experiences or I learn from other people's experiences, I don't know how my future is going to go. But I've been feeling really just at a loss for understanding regarding, like, my dating situation. And, like, y'all... <laughs> And what's making it worse is so obviously it's getting darker outside. I got seasonal depression and I realized that I've started doing this thing, which is really bad, but I've started to kind of like self punish myself, like by not taking my medication on time. Um, I don't know why I'm doing that, but uh, we got to We're trying to change that. I'm trying to change that. I don't know why I'm doing that. And clearly I'm like, all right, we got to do some introspection because there's clearly a bigger issue going on. Um I think it's cuz I'm stressed and like I have very negative reactions to stress. Either way, um but uh what was it? Okay, but so I've been taking melatonin to sleep and I first of all I was I was telling my friend this today because my friend is on she's on like similar medications to me and she was telling me how she ha- is having SSRI withdrawals because um shit was going on with her insurance and she wasn't getting her medication on time so because of that she was having some really bad side effects like very crazy vivid dreams and like listening to her talk about it I realized that I've been having some very vivid crazy dreams and I thought it was just my imagination running rampant because I've always been a person who has a lot of dreams I always dream if my eyes are closed I'm dreaming and I listen to my dreams oh bitch yes I do but recently like this last month or so my dreams have been intense my dreams have been really intense and like not intense and like scary or like fever dreamish no they're they're so rooted in reality that I'm like I'm scared like the other day I woke up like not the other day this morning I woke up and I literally was like okay that was nice we stepped into a different reality and then we're now we're back so that was a nice little trip and a nice little interdimensional trip. Like last night I had a dream and it just felt so real and like, don't laugh at me. But anyways, last night I had a dream that my neighbor was Emily Ratatowski and I was babysitting her son while she went on a date <laughs> while she went on a date and, um, and I was pregnant, but like I was newly pregnant. So like I wasn't necessarily showing yet. And she lived in, like, this little cottage, and I mean, like, a real cottage, like, you know, the little wood door, like, that, like, it's fenced in, like, a nice little wooden door, and, like, it swings open, and, like, and it's the kind of cottage that, like, you don't cut the, you don't mow the grass, like, it's wild grass and wild flowers and, like, very heavy vegetation, and, like, there's, there's vegetation on the roof of the house, like, very much giving that, okay, and I was her neighbor, And, um, and I, and I babysat her son and I put her son to bed and like, I was literally in her garden, like picking some fruit and then she comes and she was like, she was like, wow, like she was like, um, I really didn't enjoy that date. (laughs) And I was like, oh my gosh, why? And she was like, I just don't get these guys. She was like, I just don't understand them. Like very much a conversation that you really would have with a friend. And she's like, I just don't get why men are the way they are She was like they lack so much like you know sincerity and like they're not genuine like there's something just missing and I was like oh sweetheart don't worry like you know you'll find what you're looking for and you'll find that deep emotional connection and she was like yeah I will And then, um, and then I kept picking the flowers and like, but like deep down inside in this dream, I knew that once I was done picking the flowers, I was going to take my pregnant ass into my house next door. And my husband was going to be like sitting next to the fire, like drinking a cup of tea and he was going to be like, how was your day? Like, and I was looking forward to that. And then I fucking woke up (laughs) and then I fucking woke up. And then I woke up, and I was like, bitch. I was like, God, if you hate me, Gorette, just say that. Just say it. If you hate me, just say it, okay? Like, you don't have to tease me in my dreams about the things that I want. But that was last night's dream. (laughs) The dream, the night before that, that dream was um like it's so crazy like my dreams really like they they kind of they kind of are in control of my life I'm not gonna lie they're what I think about throughout the day because they're so vivid and they're so detailed and they're so real and the night before that was I had a dream that like I was in high school and we're doing like a, a play and like my costume was like extremely annoying and in the dream I at that age, in that high school age, I still had never been in a relationship. And I I was at the point where I, I just didn't believe that anybody would like me. And the thing was, in high school, in real life, not in the dream, I thought things would change when I got to college. And I think about a year into college, I realized like, oh, things aren't going to change. So I'm just going to lose my virginity to whoever I see fit. And then I'm going to be a whore. And, but I wasn't a whore. Like I, you know, I was just like, I'm going to slut it up. And, and then I did for a little bit. And then, you know, I was like, all right, this is sucky. Um, and then I had a, uh, that horrible moment that every woman has, um, unless you're lucky where they realize that just because somebody courts you for months and eventually sleeps with you does not mean they like you. Isn't that crazy? That's That was such a great lesson. It didn't hurt at all. No, like it was really pleasant to learn that. Mm-hmm. The guy that taught me that lesson Is actually engaged to a girl That looks just like him And if they were on that Instagram Siblings are dating Everybody would have picked siblings I kid you not Not because of how they pose in pictures But because of how similarly they look But you know Um They're so in love That's so great Um Yeah Uh, So yeah Um, learned that lesson and I was like oh my gosh like you know maybe I'll like I'll finally have my first boyfriend when I graduate college and you know I get into the workforce and then that was so funny because I could not get into the workforce that was so crazy (laughs) and then you know, and then I got in the workforce and it was work from home. So it was like, oh my god, how are you gonna afford with your coworkers? You can't. Um, so yeah. You know, very interesting, very a nice journey, fun journey. Really enjoying this ride of life. So good, so nice. It's not eating away at my soul at all. Um, yeah. So Anyways, back to my dream. So in my dream, I very much was in this thought, like um like you know, I was like, nobody's ever gonna like me. It's fine. I'll be the rich aunt, it's fine. And of course in the dream I was the lead in the play. And <laughs> and um I was the lead in the play. And there was this boy, this really cute white boy. Cause like, this is the thing, right? So in high school, there was a really cute white boy. And like, you know what made me, I know why I had this dream. I had this dream because somebody tweeted a video of Paul Wall. Do you know the rapper, Paul Wall? Yes, this white man. And I was just like, damn, that's a fine ass white man. And then I took my melatonin and I took my ass to bed. So immediately my subconscious was like... <laughs> That's our hyperfixation for the night. <laughs> like so my mind just drudged up all of the cute white boys that I used to like. And like one of the points that like the mental note that I made in this dream was that not in this dream, but like when I was looking at Paul Wall's video, I was like, damn, white boys look so good in black shirts. They need to wear black shirts more. Like that was a A thought that I had, anyway. So obviously that came true in my dream, and my dream dissected and like really went deep into my subconscious and was like, "Do you remember that white boy in high school that you had a crush on and he had a crush on you? But sorry about that burp. But he wouldn't date you because he was like embarrassed of you or whatever. But like, oh, he very much wanted to fuck you, but you were saving yourself for marriage. Lol. Um. And then one time he wore a black shirt and you could not get the image of him." in this black shirt out of your mind that was your hyper fixation girl i shit you not the amount of class periods i went through just thinking about taking this black shirt off of this white man <laughs> my mental state questionable anyways so in my dream my complicated costume in the play that i'm the lead of period um, I have issues walking around in it, cause like it's just like I don't know, it's just a weird costume. I have issues walking around in it. And there's this boy that sits in front of me in class. And at the end of like whatever period we're in, he turns around. He's like, "Do?" You, cause I'm in full costume, okay? He's like, "Do you need help going to your next class?" And I was like, "Yeah," but like he was kind of like giving Paul Wall like a young Paul Wall, and like um, what's that uh, word? There's a word that, that describes. This kind of Caucasian man. No, I wasn't gonna say spicy white. Sorry. Could you tell? See the two, the two me's in my head having a conversation. Like maybe the word you're looking for is spicy white, and then the other part of me being like, "Girl, shut up." <laughs> like that's what just happened. And I'm like, "No, I wasn't gonna say spicy white." Okay, but like, is it not a spicy white, girl? Shut the hell up. Like that. Okay, I'm not insane. I promise. Um, I'm just talking to myself in a room. Okay. Anyways, so, uh, he was so cute, and then in my dream, he was, like, helping me to class, and then, like, he went to hug me goodbye, and the hug was, like, wow, it was really great, and I was, like, oh my god, that was not a friendship hug, that was, like, a real hug hug, and then, cause, obviously, I'm touch-starved in real life, so, clearly, a hug just means so much to me in my dreams, And, um, yeah. And then I woke up and I was like, that was really fulfilling. That was so nice. And like, I hate to say it, but now I'm like looking forward to go to sleep. (laughs) I'm looking forward to go to sleep because like, that's the only place where my emotional needs are getting met. So that's amazing. Really love that for me. Um, yeah. Like in my dreams, I'm married. I have kids. Things are so... Good, like so fulfilling in my dreams. And then I wake up and then I'm just like, damn. Another day in this bitch. Let's go. Let's get this bread. <laughs> Let's get this. <laughs> Let's get this motherfucking bread, bitch. <laughs> the bread might be stale, but we finna get this bread, bitch. Turn it into stuffing, ho. <sighs> Anyways, that's where I am. Oh, my God. So, my dreams have been off the fucking chain, all right? So, did that send me down a long spiral of literally living every crush I have had? Yes! Uh, my, my my fucking Instagram browser right now is crazy. My Instagram browser, like, my history, crazy right now. Like, I'm a little ashamed. Like, I ain't even finna lie to you. And then, but the thing was, though, <sighs> Anyways, so the uh the thing that like really but this is the thing I listen to my dreams. I listen to my dreams a lot, but now I'm like, damn, I don't know, maybe I have to like kind of separate my dreams from reality because obviously these are fucking melatonin-induced dreams. Um but before that, the first of these dreams that I had was really fucked up. Was Um, and it was fucked up because of how close to reality it is. It was to the point that when I woke up, I was like, wait a minute. Like I really had to double check to make sure that it was a dream. So the first of these dreams that I had was this guy that I had a history with. Oh my God. Like anyways, this guy that I had a history with and, um, One of my friends was doing, it wasn't like a talent show, but it was like a showcase. Like it was a talent showcase and it was really big and it was like a really big deal. And it was like in front of a lot of people. And while she was rehearsing, while she was rehearsing, this guy was there too. She was rehearsing and I run into this lady that, uh, she recognized me from TikTok and she was like, have you ever tried comedy? And I was like, LOL, no, but I've been thinking about it and um she was like well if you have any she was like if you have a comedy like that can that is enough to fill three minutes and you want to try it out go ahead and try it out tonight I was like what in front of this big ass crowd you want me to try comedy for the first time like you clearly trying to embarrass my ass but or maybe not because like it was a big deal and like she had a lot of writing on it so she was like do you want to take the three to five minutes or not and i'll was like, i take it so she was like but you need an earpiece like the thing that singers put in their ear to hear themselves or whatever don't know why i need that because i don't think comedians use those regardless so she was like you need an earpiece and i was like okay so this guy that i used to fuck with i go up to him and i'm like hey where can i get an earpiece because he like he's a music person and I'm like, where can I get an earpiece? And he was, he looks at me, he's like, why do you need an earpiece? And I was like, which was so triggering. Even in the dream, I was fucking triggered. Because I shit you not, that's exactly what he would say in my life. He'd be like, why do you need an earpiece? Like, that you? Why do you need an earpiece? anyways so um can we also pause for a second and just talk about how good my makeup is so sorry if you're on the um podcast listening whatever girl my makeup looks good and the only reason why is my best friend this white girl y'all she got me makeup and why does shit match my exact skin tone like i don't think i'm i am i swear to god my makeup is killer and the lip shade she got me is like the perfect shade like that's crazy I look so good right now. Anyways, so he, that's exactly how he would have said it in real life too. He would have been like, Why do you need an earpiece? So I was like, And my thing is, when people ask me questions and I feel like it's coming from like a place of like nastiness, I get so angry and like it, it bubbles to the point where I can't speak. I can't speak. Or it just comes out like a burst of like energy. So I tell him, I'm like, Because. The lady, she asked me if I wanted to do a set, and obviously I'm going to say yes, so can you just tell me where I'm going to get an earpiece? And he's like, he looks at me, dead in my eyes, and he's like, and knowing that it's a big deal for me, goes, no. I'm like, no. No. Y'all know uh, Rapunzel where where she's like, M- Ms. Mother Gothel is singing Mother Knows Best. She's like, Mother Knows Best, listen to your mumsy, And then Rapunzel goes, no. And Mother Gothel goes, no. No. That's exactly how this went in my dream. He goes, no. And I said, no. And he's like, and as a matter of fact, I'm going to call them right now. And tell them not to make you a fucking earpiece. Girl, I started hitting him in my dream. But I really started throwing hands at this man in my dream. Had to be escorted by security away from him. And he, like, once, but security was, like, getting really rough with me. And he was like, no, 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 like, chill, it's fine. And they're like, we're going to have to make her leave. So she has to go. So he's like, it's fine. I'll drive her home. And I'm like, why are you driving me home? Which, mind you, once again, is very triggering because I shit you not. In real life, this is some shit he would do. He would like fuck around in my face, like hurt me deeply and then be like, I'm going to drive you home. And then so he starts driving me home. And then in the car, he calls the girl that he's been fucking with and is like flirting with her on speaker. And I'm like, I'm about to throw myself into the fucking highway. Like, why are you doing this to me? And I literally say that in the dream. I'm like, why are you doing this to me? Which triggering, once again, because that is something I've very much said to him. I'm like, why are you acting like this with me? That was the very first dream. And when I tell you, I woke up and I was like, because this is the thing, like I have this thing where I will forget all of the bad times. I kid you not. I will forget all of the bad times. I, all you have to do if, as a cute man, you just got to smile at me once. And I'm like, wow, what pain. Like, I really forgot. Like, because I'm dumb. Because I'm a dumbass. So all you have to do is, like, when you give me that look, girl. So I, when I woke up, I was like, no. We can never, ever, like, go back again like we can never go back because like I flip-flop especially with this person flip-flop bitch so I was like we can never ever go back again ever ever go back again and this dream really like stuck in my head because the next time I saw him he was trying that's flirty and I was just like no I was like you hurt me in my dream and you haven't apologized for it like no 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 no, we're not good. We're not good. You hurt me in my dream. And like, but these dreams are so realistic and they kinda of really fuck with my head. Like Ugh but yeah. So my melatonin really messing with my thoughts and my dreams and all that. Um, but but it's been a nice escape because, like, my friend, when we were talking today, because she had a freaking moment where she had a dream that a car accident happened right outside her house. And literally the next day, a car accident happens right outside her house. And the thing that she was telling me, she was like, she feels like her, the dreams she's been having have been, like, there is things in her subconscious that are being brought up, like, because there are deep fears of hers. And, like, one of her fears is, like, a car wreck happening right outside of her house. And and I think the same goes for me too my I think my deep fear is that I'm never gonna find anybody I'm never gonna love anyone um and even if somebody were to love me I I would just run as fast as I could away from it because I just I find it so difficult to believe because all I've ever known is the opposite like it's it's just what it is and like and I'm, and I, I've gone to the point where like I feel so young in spirit, and I've, you know, I act like a dipshit. Like I'm, I'm mentally a little young, but when I really sit there and I think about it, and I'm like, oh my god, I'm 27 years old. Like I don't feel old enough to get married. I don't feel old enough to have a kid. But the reality of it is, if things go the way they've gone for the last 10 years, the next 10 years, then. I'm going to be 37 and I'm going to be unwed and I'm going to be adopting some kids and, you know, I'm going to live a nice life, I guess. Um, So, so that's like been on my mind and like, and I keep having like these tiny little glimpses of like, of like moments where like, I just get so embarrassed because I'm like, damn, you really thought, huh? You really thought. you really thought you really thought that was that was funny you really you thought he liked you you thought that somebody could have feelings for you like that that's crazy like I've been going to the post office a lot (laughs) I've been going to the post office a lot and every time I'm there I'm a little triggered I'm not gonna lie every time I'm there I'm a little triggered and I'm just like damn you really thought, huh? You dumb bitch. And that's extra... Oh, we're just talking about triggers today. Because when I was in high school... I, and I, I will never forget this. And I never, ever forgave this girl. As hard as I tried to forgive her, I couldn't. I'm I'm... This age. Like, she's still... I'm not in her friend group for sure, but like I, we have mutual friends, but to this day, like I really tried to release this pain, but it had just reiterated itself. And I think that's what hurts more is when I was in high school, I had a crush on this boy and, but I did not have the balls to speak to him. Absolutely not. I just, I, I was just like, he's out of my league. He, will never he doesn't even know I exist we are completely different people different friend groups everything like this boy does not my existence is not real to him like I am a I am a NPC (laughs) I am a non-player character girl so and I had a big crush on him and we would go to class and I would talk to her about my crush on him and how I was just like oh my god he's the cutest thing ever like it really like seeing him like made me so giddy okay and I remember one day I wore I don't remember what I wore I think I wore like some heels I think it was my birthday I wore a cute outfit bitch a cute outfit bitch and I was at my locker getting stuff out of my locker and he came up to me and he said he said wow I really like your outfit and I was like oh thanks and he was like is it your birthday and I was like yeah and he was like happy birthday and I was like Thank you uh, Oh my gosh. Shit, thanks. Bitch, when I tell you I skipped to my loot to my class, girl, I skipped to my motherfucking loot to my class. And I told homegirl, I was like, oh my God, he just came up to me in the hallway. I didn't even know he knew my name, but he know my name, girl. And he told me that he liked my outfit and he told me happy birthday. Like, this was on my birthday again, mind you. I don't know what the fuck this bitch was going through that day, but she literally looked at me And she said, she laughed in my face. And she said, (laughs) so what? You think you have a chip on your shoulder now? What, you think he likes you or something? So, like, what? Like, you have a chip on your shoulder now? I remember pain. (laughs) Pain. And it's like they said that comment and they just forgot they said it. It was really kind of crazy because like two minutes later, like they were talking to me like they never said that. And I remember like being shocked and, but also being like, no, they're right. Like they didn't have to say it, but they definitely were like, girl, he don't like you. Why would he like you? Like, what are you stupid? And, but I really was like, yeah, that was, that was in between the lines. I read in between the lines and no, like they're right. She's definitely right. I, over the years, because we stayed friends for a long time until like last year, I tried to shake that comment, but every time I saw them, every time they texted me, I just, I was just taken back to that moment. And really kind of knowing that our friendship was based around my potential. And that they didn't think that I was, I don't know. I don't think they thought I was like, I don't know. I don't know what they thought, but I just know that they would constantly like, you know, they would text me like every once in a while and be like, I'm so proud of you. You're doing so good. Like, you know, you're doing really great. Like, it's really great to see you like blow up and stuff. But I just could not, I couldn't let go of that comment that 15 year old them told 15 year old me. And, like, all of the time, like, I'm taken back to that moment. Because that shit was really fucking triggering. And, like, all of the time, I'm taken back to that moment. And I'm just like, damn. they was right. Like, ew. But, um, but yeah. So, I've been doing a lot of, you know, reminiscing in a bad way. Um, And, you know, I was thinking about that. And I was at the post office. And I was like, bitch, you thought? And then I don't even know what I was thinking about. I wasn't even thinking about this man, but... I was sitting at my computer and I, I thought about that man that I was making out with in May. And I really thought, I really thought, I, I was like, you told him you had feelings for him. Aren't you embarrassed? If you want to die, it's okay. I will bury you. It's fine. Like you, you told a man that you had feelings for him. Never do that again. Never. Never do that again, you were like, I don't know what kind of molly you're on, but to tell a man, like, I kid you not, I said him, I was like, I really like you, like, I wasn't my bad, girl, like, I said, I was like, I really like you, like, I have feelings for you, like, you know, like, I really was like, wow, this is my sex in the city moment, no, bitch, no, like, don't don't ever don't like I don't know what imaginary drugs my brain was puffing at that moment to think that that was a good idea but it wasn't because now all I can do is be embarrassed okay so yeah I've been having a lot of those moments (laughs) a lot of those moments I'm just like fuck like it is what it is like but if it was gonna happen already it would have happened and this is not you know I'm just having a sad moment right now the the fucking seasonal depression is kicking my ass a lot harder than I expected and I've been taking my vitamins I've been taking my you know my medication I've been doing it all I've been doing it all I'm with it all but that fucking sun going down at four fucking o'clock I ain't even finished my lunch yet the sun is in the fucking pits of hell are you kidding me this is not okay I'm not okay I am not well girl like and like, I don't know if it's cause the you know they said the Earth was like we lost a second like the Earth is spinning like one second faster. I don't know if it's because of that, but it's like the darkness. The darkness is extra dark, and I'm like, I don't like this. But also, there's a movie that my friend made me watch uh, when I the last time I saw her. What was it called? It was called... Oh my God, what was it called? What was it called? Hold on, I'm about to text her and literally ask. Um, what was it called? It was called... Oh my God, what was it? Okay, I'm gonna look it up. I'm about to go to my history, because... You know, I always feel like um iPhones are not really good at remembering what you typed. Like I don't want a suggestion. Coherence. See, I have to go on my um sorry. I had to go in my history. But we watched this movie called Coherence. When I this shit was a mind like it was it really was a mind fuck. What is this? Okay. The, it, the movie was really a mind fuck. Um, because basically what ends up happening is this group of friends get together, um, when a meteor, mm, when a comet is supposed to, yeah, I know I look crazy right now, but like, I'm just trying to look cute. Okay. So this group of friends get together when a comet is supposed to pass over earth. And basically what it does is it kind of fucks up their timeline. So you know, they, they say that there's countless versions of you that exist in this universe. Like, you're a multidimensional being, obviously, and and like, ooh, not me getting nerdy and scientific. But when you get to the fourth dimension, like, you're basically a worm, a never-ending worm from the beginning of an atom to the end of you turning back into a fucking atom. It's just a worm, okay? Because you exist all the time, everywhere. Yes, the movie name. All Everywhere. What? Everything, everywhere, all at once. You exist everywhere, all at once, at the same time. You are a long worm. Okay. So, um, in this movie, the different versions of themselves, they, there's like a this really dark place in the neighborhood, and every time they pass through this dark place, they're basically walking through and from a different dimension. So there's multiple versions of them, and they're getting, they're getting lost in between dimensions and like so the person that started at house one they end up at house 10 because you know but the one thing that remains the same is that this gathering is happening in every dimension okay and the comet is passing in every dimension but who they are they make different decisions in every dimension. So there's one guy in a different dimension, he's drunk, and his best plan is that he should kill his other self. Uh, But this guy in this dimension is sober because he'd adhere to his uh, his AA plan, and he's not drunk, and he's thinking rationally. So he knows that at some point to expect drunk him to come try to kill him, which happens in a different dimension. So a whole, like, there's, it's as simple as there's glow sticks And at one point, they, in the first house where the movie starts off, they decide to light the green glow sticks. In a different dimension, they light the red glow sticks. In another dimension, they also light the red glow sticks. In a different one, these niggas got blue glow sticks. Like, it's, it's all over the place. And it's a little hard to keep up with, but it's really interesting to watch. This darkness outside. It reminds me of like the darkness that they pass through every time they go in and out of like the dimensions. I'm just like, it's thick and it's so visceral and it's really dark outside. And I don't like it because it is six o'clock and like 10 o'clock has a very specific feeling of dark. You know what I'm saying? Like 10 p.m. on a weekday has a very specific feeling. Why am I feeling that at 4 p.m.? I don't like that. And I don't know if you've also thought this, but I've also felt like um, 4 p.m. on a Saturday has a very specific feeling and it looks a very specific way. It doesn't matter if it's sunny, if it's rainy, if it's the 4th of July or if it's the 29th of November. It's a very specific feeling. You know what I'm saying? Like 4 p.m. on a Saturday feels like the 29th of November and the 4th of July. I know I may sound really unhinged right now. I promise I'm not. This is just a safe space for me to think my crazy thoughts. They're not crazy actually. I think like, you know, it's good to question things and say things that you feel. Um but I do know that I sound like a little cuckoo bananas but I'm not like, I'm not unhinged or anything. Um, but it's just a thing. Like, just like social studies is yellow. You know, I had this full conversation with my friend and she was like, oh, this is, I'm so relieved to know that other people think about this. Um, but yeah. And, uh, math is blue and science is green. And if you say anything other than that, I think you're weird. Wait, actually no English. I think English is blue and math might be red. It's one of those two, but either way, every, you know, everything has like a designated feeling and a color, um, and even a sound sometimes depending on what it is. But yeah, so this seasonal depression shit, I don't really fuck with it. I don't like her like that. It really reminds me of like the episode of, um, Broad City when Alana, she has her really, she has really bad seasonal depression And, um, and she's working, but she has to keep going in and out of the work fridge to look at her, um, seasonal depression lamp. I very much wish I had a seasonal depression lamp right now. The closest thing I have a seasonal depression lamp right now is a, is a, um, what is it called? Um, it's a wax melter. It's a wax warmer and it's from that red haired lady, pioneer woman. Yeah. That little thing. Is bringing me a lot of joy right now. Yep, I love it. My fucking room smells like a cinnamon donut. It's really nice. My room smells like um. I think the scent is cinnamon apple pie by Yankee Candle, and the color is just like very nice and warm. And it's 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 really nice for me right now. Um, and then I've been watching Hunger Games. That's been very nice. Um, that's been kind of keeping me cool feeling you know like it's it's kind of been taking the edge off things I realized I realized that I have very specific patterns and when I'm in a bad like I'm not in a bad space it's just when I feel overwhelmed when I feel stressed I love a franchise bitch I love a franchise but each franchise has its time like I would never the week before Thanksgiving watch Final Destination however the last weeks of spring, the first weeks of summer, i'm watching final destination 1 through 5 bitch and googling when are they making final destination 6 right now. the final destination what the the franchise that we are watching, hunger games, right? cuz hunger games is a thanksgiving franchise, you know? um and then up next after hunger games is i'm i'm really trying to decide between harry potter and um twilight because you know we gotta do twilight like it's a given like please but my thing is i want to time twilight so that i'm watching breaking dawn around christmas time you know what i'm saying is that making sense to you you get what i'm putting down like these things are very specific to the mood to the to all of it you know what i'm saying so i gotta time twilight right to christmas time so i feel like right now it's uh november 16th Yes, I know this is going to be put out on November 18th. Don't talk to me. Um, I feel like right now is just enough time to get through, is it eight or nine Harry Potter movies? But I, my, my, my my what's really conflicting me is that a part of me feels like Harry Potter is a Christmas movie too. So it's like if I don't watch Harry Potter now and I wait to watch Harry Potter in succinction, is that the right word? Succinct Sussinct means like, no, that's not the right word. If I in in co girl, give up using the big word. Like <laughs> give it up. If I watch Harry Potter at the same time that I'm watching Twilight, I feel like that may be overwhelming for my senses. Number one. But number two, it's like, do I watch do I, am I going to watch Half of Prince part two for Christmas or am I going to watch Breaking Dawn part two for Christmas? Like this is really hard things we got to figure out. All right. So, but it's like, what do I watch now? And then when do I start watching? Cause you got 25 days from December 1st till Christmas. Like, and then, and then I got to figure in the Christmas movies I want to watch. I got to start watching my Christmas movies too. Like, We have a lot to do, girl. Like, we have a lot to do. This is how I'm getting through seasonal depression. (laughs) This is how I'm getting through it. This is how I'm getting through seasonal depression. Is I'm literally watching all of my movies right now. I need to watch Elf, okay? My Christmas list movies is given Elf. Okay, maybe we should start a movie club, okay? Because I'm starting a Patreon, sorry. But in the Patreon is going to be a movie club. And maybe I'll start it for Christmas time. But... Um, I gotta watch Elf because I realized, cause I watched a trailer on Twitter that turned Elf into a horror movie and I was like, oh, I gotta, I don't remember half of this. I gotta watch it again. Um, I was about to say something that was so off topic that you really would have like been like, you need grip socks right now. I'll get back to it if I remember, but I gotta watch Elf. I obviously, the Grinch, how the Grinch stole Christmas. But I'm like the live action, I think the live action should be most, it's most important. And then obviously Charlie Brown Christmas, you know, cause I don't remember the last time I watched it. I think the last time I watched that was like 2007 for real. I consider Holes a Christmas movie, but I feel like Holes also might be a Thanksgiving movie. So I think that may be like a Thanksgiving mood. Um, and then A Christmas Carol, the really scary one that came out on Hulu. It's multiple parts. We love a franchise. Okay, keep me busy for a while. Uh a Christmas Carol that was on Hulu. That one was really, really good. Really, really good. And then Ghost of Girlfriends Past. We love this shit, bitch. Girl, I'ma make a movie club. Period. Period, bitch. I'm finna make a Patreon and make a movie club. And we finna watch all these movies, bitch. This is how we are getting through seasonal depression. Can kick my fucking ass. You trying to take me down with the darkness? No, bitch. Cause you know why? I got Twilight. I got Hunger Games. I got Harry Potter. I got it all. You're not fucking with me. I will keep this mind busy bitch. Um, yeah. And what? So that's how I've been getting through seasonal depression. I will say, like, I felt more tired and more... I've had a lot more anxiety because also like I'm, I'm just doing a lot overall and I would like to see some of the reward for what I'm doing. So buy some merch. Um, I, I think those are, it's just been causing some stress for me, you know? Um, and it's been nice to turn my brain off, really go full lobotomy and just watch Katniss Everdeen throw arrows around. It's been really good for me. So um yeah, I think for Christmas I'm going to ask Santa for a lobotomy. I've seen enough. I've seen too much. I don't want to see any more. <laughs> Thank you. That was a lot. That was a lot. We covered a lot. We covered some trauma, we covered some things that trigger me. We covered a seasonal depression. We started outlining a movie club. We did a lot. We got a lot done in this uh, episode. So, uh, yeah. So, we got a lot done in this episode. I'm really proud of us. Look at us. Look at us, girl. Um, but, yeah. So, thank you for joining me on this rambling, scrambling venti almost cried a couple times podcast um if you love me buy merch and if you are here till the end of this podcast episode the secret phrase is buy merch <laughs> i'm so serious the secret phrase is buy merch girl um because every time i walk in my room and i see my inventory i kind of get a little stressed i ain't gonna i ain't gonna cry i begin a little stressed out just a little stressy stressed out um so get you some merch. It's getting cold. You know you want a nice cotton blend sweater, pink crew neck, period. Um but yeah, and if you're listening on I almost said if you're listening on Instagram, if you're listening on Spotify, leave me a rating. If you're listening on Apple Podcast, leave me a rating and a review. And if you are watching on YouTube, leave a like, hit that notification bell so you know when I post, and subscribe, and leave me a comment. Say hello, say that you like this podcast episode, tell me what movie you're gonna watch um, when seasonal depression starts whooping your ass, you know? We gotta get through this, girls. We have got to get through this. Sad girls do not get stressed or sad. What? What did I just say? Sexy girls... Okay, listen up bitch Sexy girls Yeah, open your ears You, I'm talking to you Sexy girls do not get stressed Sexy girls do not get sad Sexy girls Do not Frown, okay So we're gonna get through this We're gonna get seasonal depression if it's the last thing we do Okay Um, who child It's been been a rough winter It's not even winter, it's still fall Um, but yeah, so I love you guys. Um, you know, it was nice to get some of this stuff off my chest. Uh, not gonna lie. Um, you know, I can't wait to take my melatonin tonight and enter into another dimension where I'm loved and taken care of. So goodbye. (laughs) Goodbye, darling.